Yeah, so sorry we had to move the recording time back a little. I was doing another board game with a, a group on a different Discord. Excellent. Yeah, it, it's the King's Dilemma, but uh, so it's basically a, a fantasy system or medieval medieval uh, system where everybody's just different houses in a country kind of voting on uh, disputes and stuff. But I was playing a, a weird a weird house that kind of wanted the country to like fall. So it was a lot of me <laughs> voting, like changing my stance between every vote, but having to come up with a through line for everyone and really just doing as much to disrupt different systems, but only fund the military. And it was like, Oh, this is weirdly important for an election year. God. I mean, there's such low hanging fruit with that one right there, Harry. Like <sighs> you were playing an intellectually dishonest political house whose sole purpose was to disrupt everyone else, make everyone else lose the game, and just funnel everything to the military? Not even really the military, it was almost by coincidence, because I just needed, basically, I needed the kingdom to fail as much as possible, but just one aspect of it to do well that I can claim credit for. So you did actually support the troops, is what you were saying, you were just using them as, like, you know, as well, wallpaper. I literally I had an ability where if I supported the troops well enough in three different games that then the populace would forget the terrible policies I enacted. Like you take a penalty for oh, enacting damn, a- Harry. Like I mean board games are supposed to be fun. So how's your day going, Sam? <laughs> you know it's kind of hard just to get along today. Our subject is Welcome to Brokazatsu, two brothers' exploration of whatever the hell we want. My name's Sam. And I'm Harry. And I have to apologize to the terribly deprived people of 2020 because it's hard out there. We need a lot of media to fill our lives. And looking at it, enough people are desperate enough that this fucking turd of a show got a 94% user rating (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what the hell? Oh, Jesus. Uh, This show isn't even worth hatred. I have to make that clear. I watched the first episode and basically had no reaction. It's a salt. It is ironically a saltine of a show because it's nothing. (laughs) If you shove Um, enough of it in your mouth, you you just feel queasy. But otherwise, it's just a thing to fill time. So we this is one of our uh, off weeks where we explore non-Toka properties and uh, for this week, uh, Harry uh, <laughs> foisted upon us Tacoma FD. Yeah. And we are watching Tacoma FD for a number of reasons. Like, A, yes, we've seen the advertisements and all that. Uh, we grew up with uh, the Super Troopers, like the Broken Lizard. Uh, I've actually never that. seen that movie. And really? Give, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've never seen any of them. And guess what, Sam? I don't think I will now. Yeah. Uh, I was going to get into that fairly extensively in this episode, but. Um, like, and also, I mean, we're we're from Tacoma. Like, you know, we we live in Pierce County. Like, we are of the two five three. So, you know, this is a show in theory about a Tacoma Fire Department 
it's not. It is 100% not. Uh, like, even... I mean, it's like a comedic... It's a comedic sitcom, but, like, even in that context, well, this no, is not... No, Sam, it, it's, it's not even... It's a sitcom, but I would say <laughs> it's stretching it to call it comedic. Because in the first episode, I'm not sure I saw a joke. Yeah, 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 so... Th- maybe one, maybe one that I can think of. This this episode, it might be ten minutes, or it might be an hour of us, like, just lamenting about the state of uh, modern entertainment and the 2020 uh, political landscape. Like, depending on how how deep we go, like... This this could be a very sad episode, like just not sad at all. Like, look at your player right now. If your player is saying like 15, maybe 20 minutes, then this is probably a positive episode. If your player is saying more than half an hour, we get really sad after a certain point, And I'm not sure you should keep listening. <laughs> what if they look at it? It's like this is a three hour episode. <laughs> Like, we just get sad and start watching, like, other television shows on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Not even commentary tracks. Like, you know, we just invite Ellen on and watch an episode of Taskmaster like we kind of had planned and are still recording. And that's better. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, this is the pitch I got for this. So, Tacoma FD is a fire department in the kooky city of Tacoma. And, you know, they don't have to do anything because Tacoma happens to be the radiest city in the U.S. It's not it's okay so just right off the top right off like the scheme of things that is wrong like every word of that is wrong (laughs) yeah first of all uh a couple weeks ago our entire state caught on fire yeah (laughs) like we had problems breathing for a couple weeks because of the quantities of fire in our state it's fine now but like uh mm-hmm. yeah, it sure was that. Second, lots of meth houses around here, so fire it's this oh, is yeah. actually a pretty dangerous place to be a firefighter. Oh yeah, firefighters get like hurt and injured all the time around here. Like, you know, firefighters, like, sure, there's the firefighting aspect of it. There's also the medical response aspect of it. Like the yeah. emergent they're the first responders in a pretty dangerous zone like there's the drugs that you know we haven't quite kicked there's a lot of racial tensions in the area there's a lot of gang violence there's a lot of poverty there's a lot of homelessness like our firefighters see multiple dead bodies a week yeah like and you know i i get what and we're picking in a lot but i mean you could in theory make just comedy shows about stuff like this like boss like Brooklyn Nine Nine, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, except there is stuff that's wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, so they're actually thing. like when we take a step back, there's a lot wrong with that. But yeah, continue, Harry. Uh, it's just like oh boy, and but just putting all of that aside, even if you knew, even if Tacoma was a mythical city that just rained all the time, with a they got the rain rain wrong by the way. Like in the first episode, it was like loud, poor, great, and like with thunder. And there's occasionally thunder, but usually it's just kind of like mediocre on and off rain that lasts for a while. Yeah, we get like the monsoon that it was showing in episode one. We get maybe two or three of those a year, uh, just you know where we could like just hear the rain in our backyards. Otherwise, it's just we're drizzly. We are constantly gray and drizzly for nine months out of the year. And like also, we'll like, walk outside and realize that it's raining and be like, uh, whatever. Okay, yeah, I'll just. You guess if you need a coat. Mm-hmm. And like, we're not even, even that said, 
we're not that rainy. We're actually in a rain shadow. Like, we have a giant mountain range. Tacoma has a giant mountain range between it and the ocean, which blocks a lot of the rain and moisture coming from the ocean. Are we higher than the average of the United States? Sure, by a few inches, but... Yeah, like, it, what is it? The, the national average is something like four inches and we get six? What? Something like that? Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it's in the teens. It's in the teens, but it's... We're not that radier than the average part of the United States. So there's that. There's also the fact that, you know, buildings burn from the inside, so maybe a building is soaking from the outside. You still need to put out the fucking fire. And there's the fact that they don't really deal with, like, the emergency medical response with all the crime, with all the violence, with all the trauma that our local firefighters have but, to deal but, with. But but even even if, like, even if the, there was no political problems with it even if Tacoma was a place that you had only heard of in fables and story tales if you watch this it would still be miserable because it's not like it's nothing it's not there's no jokes like it's yeah 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 it's not there's no there's no laugh track here like it's not a laugh track thing it's just you know it's people being like cheeky and funny at each other but also it's it's people being cheeky and funnier uh, funny at each other who are very past their prime and who have clearly been doing the exact same thing for 20 years. I, first of all, I definitely didn't take notes for this. I just watched the two of the... Ep- we agreed on three. I watched two, and so I was like, you don't need to watch another. You really uh, don't. Like, every episode is exactly the same. So the first... Ep- the whole problem with the first episode is that there's no fucking space. Because it's like, there's there's a fire department. <laughs> they're, they're just... It's basically just watching bros hanging out. And yeah. there's shows that can have that be interesting, but not this one. Because it's just... They're... Cracking not really funny jokes. Mm-hmm. They're doing basic things like that. And like they're they're doing crazy games, except they're not even that crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and if- like they're they're just also they're all friends and like there's a new there's a new fire chief and the local politician is like, hey, you need to clean up your act. But when he but when the fire chief goes to talk to his firefighters and he starts listing the stuff they need to do. Every single time the guy's like, oh, no, yeah, we, we did that. We're great. They're the most competent fire team ever. So it's like, there's not even a problem there. Well, it's not that I I don't believe the joke is that they're super competent. The joke well, is supposed to be th- that they have nothing the to do. Yeah, the joke is supposed to be that they have nothing to do. So all the maintenance is already done. All this stuff is already done. But no, like, a couple guys are so, so busy. I see those fire engines going all the time. Also, like, it, this is... I think this in the past kind of week, I've had, to, I've had to pull over, like, three different times for fire engines, like, screaming across the streets. Yeah. Also, this is kind of a hyper-local complaint, which I really should let go. But, you no, know, no, the... vent, vent. So the Tacoma, like, first episode, a member of the Tacoma City Council is there to, you know, talk to the people and be like, Hey, like, your budget's on the line, you need to perform, or we're going to look at it, like... Hey, you're never going to cut a firefighter's budget. Oh, but also, so fire departments are kind of their own separate taxing authority in the state of Washington. Uh, the, the Tacoma City Council has no authority over the budget of the of the fire department. Like, they're their own standalone organization and entity. So there's no business for a Tacoma City Council person to come in and inspect the local fire team. Yeah, I mean, that that is... That is a very niche criticism, but this show deserves everything we can give it. And like, God, it, we, it we kind can... of 
does it speak to the lack of uh, research that they did at all for this show? Because, I mean, looking... They have a few scenes of them driving around town. It doesn't even look like Tacoma. This was filmed in California, and it doesn't look at all like Washington. Like, yeah, you not know, at all. You know, you know, uh, Tacoma, Washington, and the Evergreen States—that location that has vast arid deserts and and occasional leafy trees. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. This year, 2020, this is the highest murder year for Tacoma uh, since the 90s, and we're only in we're only in October, so Tacoma's a dangerous place. So let's describe the cast briefly. So there's the chief, uh, which it, there's the chief and his best friend, and they're by far the worst actors on the show. So I'm guessing they're the famous Super Troopers dudes. Yeah, they are. They are the two actors from the Broken Lizards. Uh, whatever company that you know that did super troopers that did a few movies in like the late 90s early aughts that were beloved for the time and really haven't aged that well and it is absolutely clear that no one involved in those projects has really moved on from any of them has not grown has not developed it's the it's the same exact shit and we are in a very different world now like eddie eddie is he's the He's the best friend, and he's also kind of the the wisecracking guy of the group. He is supposed to be, like, the main character, kind of the one driving the story. He is the Jim Halpert, like, the one who will go outside the rules and kind of, you know, be the fun guy. He can't tell a joke. He, like, can barely change facial expressions. He kind of just shrugs at the camera, and he can't act. <clears throat> they have a few other like actual comedian actors like on the show. Yeah. Uh, you, you Eugene know. Cordero, who deserves better. Marcus Henderson, who really needs to be in better movies. Gabriel Hogan, who's who plays the dumb character, and so it's it's actually hard to write a dumb character because it got bounce lots of things. Because if you fuck it up, you could just end up with Gabriel Hogan's character, which is just you know I just say things that are incorrect and cannot. I just say things that are incorrect. End of statement. It's really hard to latch onto the show because everyone treats everything as a joke. But as we said, like firefighting is important fucking business. Like, like perks- so much death, so much damage and trauma. Like if you want to deal with that, like they don't, they don't seem. T- these guys have never seen a dead body. They've never, you know, pulled someone out of like a fire and like tried to revive them and failed. Like no. These are guys that have just glided across the world with no consequences whatsoever. I think the best direct comparison to a thing like this is, is Parks and Recreation, because that's local government, kind of that things. And park rec- Parks and Recreation, in theory, is much lower stakes because they're just parks, you know, we can kind of do without them. They just need to maintain it. It's not that important. But the people are super invested in it. Well, Leslie is at the start. She cares a lot about it. She wants it to be... She wants them to be the best parks she can. And the people, at least at the start, are not behind her. They're kind of just a bunch of mess-ups. And over the course of the show, like, whenever there's a new project, she has to fight to get people on board. And there's, like, tension, and which comedy comes from. Because, uh, oh, I forget his name, but Izzy Zansari's character is just a terrible horde dog who would probably not be written that way anymore. Uh, and is not interested. There's her... There's uh, the boss, who is the weird... Cons- there, there's stuff about Parks and Recreation that hasn't aged well, like the weird libertarian boss. Like, I don't think he would pass anymore, either. Uh, um, the Ron Swanson, yeah, but, like... Yeah, Ron Swanson. 
But like the point is that they're very different viewpoints and she has to like there's a struggle, there's tension, and comedy requires tension. This show, everyone's always a friend, they're behind the chief all the way, they're great at their jobs, and mm-hmm. like there's never well, they're great really at their jobs threat. that they don't seem to understand or care about, despite the fact that they're it, that it's a wildly important job. Yeah, it like the I like the Parks and Rec uh I like the Parks and Rec uh, analysis there because Parks and Rec is a low stakes show where you have highly invested characters trying to make everyone care about it. Whereas this show is a high stakes job that the main characters don't care about at all and don't care about like succeeding. And to be clear, if this was a show about just really bad terrible firefighters, that would at least be something. Like if they were just if they were a shitty band of mess-ups who, like, were constantly on the edge of being shut down and it was just, like, if the comedy was in watching them fail and it was, like, kind of a dark comedy and stuff like that, that'd be something. But no, this show is so squeaky clean and allergic to any kind of commentary criticism that they're also great and everything's great. And it... I mean, not to bring in, like, you know, white privilege, male privilege, all that, but... So... <clears throat> Of course, you know, this is a firefighting show. Uh, these are the Super Troopers guys. So I watched a little bit of an episode where there's, like, the Tacoma Police Department. And, oh, you yeah. Know, the episode Tacoma two. Fire Department. Yeah. They have a fun rivalry with them where both of them use city resources to fuck with each other, like, expending tax dollars and just burning time for, like, these two very important organizations that are supposed, like, abusing authority, too. Like, let's not let's not forget the abusing of authority here. Also, Tacoma, uh, for those outside of the Pacific Northwest, Tacoma Police uh, Department is famous for a few years ago, our chief of police, uh, murdering his wife in front of their children and then committing suicide. Uh, And it later turning out that everyone in the police force had been bearing all the psychological reports for not just the police uh, chief, but for everyone else in the department uh, since ad nauseum to avoid any consequences. So that's the Tacoma Police Force right there. Wacky fun. Uh, also, like, even, like, I wasn't, I, like, I don't know, I avoid the news, I missed some of that, but also just looking at the face of it. So, the the police dudes that they decide to have uh, as be the antagonists for that episode, there's three of them. Uh, first of all, uh, one, of, one of them is a, he's just a dude with a mustache whose car gets torched by an uh, ex-girlfriend or something, and... I don't know, that's fine. There, there's a chief who's boring. But then the third one is the double minority of that team because she is a Hispanic and also a woman. Uh, and she is also the person who they decide to ha- to yell racist things at the Asian character on the, on the firefighter team. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, she. did you not get to that part? Cause she no, was I yelling. did not. No, I did not. You didn't even start with that. Okay. No, yeah, because as part of the rivalry, she, she keeps yelling Pikachu at him, which is super racist. And a joke in there is that first of all, they, they used to date. Uh, and like he, as she, uh, it, it comes up, they says, Oh, was that like a pet name? He says like, no, one day she just beat me up and started yelling at me Pikachu. And I think it's kind of racist. And of course it is like, Hey, Hey, white writers, minorities, minorities know when racist things are being yelled at them. <laughs> they can tell. That's not like, you know, that, if someone screams an epithet at someone, even if they've never heard the word before, they're like, hmm, 
I wonder, give the toad. I feel like there's something that they can, they can tell. There's a flavor that they, uh, that they have learned to discern. Oh my God. The entire, the entire writer's room for the show is white. It's also entirely male. Well, Sam, do you want to sit for a minute and think about how they can make that plotline worse? Oh no. Oh no. What, what do they do, Harry? Well, they may have made the uh, guy in that relationship kind of be masochist and into it. That's the joke at the end of the episode. Into being racially humiliated. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's... God damn, that actor is so good and he deserves so much better. I hope he's... I hope he's getting paid a million dollars. I mean, he's the only, like, actually funny person on the show. Yeah, I mean, I... Mm-hmm. and then the well, on the other firefighter team, I don't know. There, there's the I, I haven't learned any of the characters' names, which is why I, I don't feel too bad about referring to the other guy. The firefighter team is the black guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how they <laughs> refer to him in the writers' room. Yeah, I'm sure. But what's his character? Does that he has a girlfriend? Oh, there, they, there's uh, no distinction between any of the characters. Like, they're all written the same. They're all written in the same voice. They're all written by the two white guys for Broken Lizard. No, it's just, there's Eddie, the cool sidekick, and then the three other characters who just hover around him like drones to occasionally bounce off of, you know, jokes or lines. Like, the, they press a button, and when the right one needs to say something funny, they say it. <sighs> Did you get to any of the episodes where, like, uh, the chief's daughter is working for the fire department? No, I, I watched the second episode where she is introduced. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and, like, oh, they're, I, I they're super got... sexist towards her. Lovely. Uh, not surprised at all. I jumped around a bit, you know, with my watching. So I watched, like, the, the first episode, the final episode, or at least the final so far. They're probably producing another, like, five seasons of this. Uh, one in the middle, like what? Uh, in the age of down. COVID, in the age of COVID, I I've heard some people say, you know, maybe we should just take a, some time off of movies or TV or something. And you know, there's things that some things I don't know you can take precautions for. This is not worth any level of risk. Oh God! If a crew member catches COVID during a filming production of this and dies, like, what did they die for, Harry? <laughs> what What did they spend their life for? What did they create? And Sam, you were saying that, like, we'll have plenty to talk about for the show, but I feel like I'm done. Like, what, what else is there to talk about? Like, what, what do you, did you want to break down the episodes a little more? Like, you watched the first one, the last one, like, the episode no, with the cops? absolutely not. Like, I, sorry, I kind of thought that you had watched Super Troopers at some point, because, like, I do think getting into a little bit of, like, so this is, this is Broken Lizards. Like, they came onto the scene with, like, Super Troopers back in... God, I'm going to look it up right now. What year did Super Troopers come out? Super Troopers. Try it, try it. I'll talk while you're uh, looking it up because I'm not editing this episode. Oh my god, there was a Super Troopers too. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I think they kind of got the show off of the success of Super Troopers 2. Lovely. So Super Troopers came out in 2002. And oh my god, the world has changed since 2002. Yeah. Which like is not the, to say that cops weren't like racist in two thousand two, but it was it was easier to not be aware of it. There were fewer cell phones showing fewer civilians being brutalized by police in two thousand and two. There were not zero cell phones. There were certainly like there was certainly a growing body of evidence 
of just how fucked up the situation was back in 2002, but it hadn't quite hit the ACAB mainstream. But yeah, like, I mean, looking back, looking back at Super Troopers, it's a horrifying just abuse of authority left and right by these guys. Like, hey, it's a bunch of highway patrolmen who pull people over on the road and do comedic bits on them. Like, no, no, these are life and death situations. You are abusing these people. Like, I'm trying to, it's been a long time since I watched this movie and I'm probably never going to again. They, I don't think they pull over any people of color throughout the entire movie because they can't. Like, because they would be so horrified of these white assholes just, like, abusing them that yeah. it wouldn't even be funny at the time. Back in the back in the heyday of, like, 19 years ago. Well, they've evolved as writers into having that... No, uh, they much... haven't evolved as writers. These are... I'm... This is nothing but leftover jokes from Super Troopers. This is like the cuts from like, you know, the bottom of Super Troopers. And also they're too old for physical humor at this point. I mean, the, the joke I was going to say is that they've evolved into having the very thoughtful exploration of race that I just talked to you about. Like, don't don't worry, the joke was that they're actually worse as writers. Wasn't oh, the thing God. where there were like a team of people and the, the ones who are actually good at it have left? Like, I know nothing about this group, so all I have is speculation. This is the only thing I've experienced of them, Sam. Uh, like, the only movie I've seen from them was Super Troopers, but they they did, like, a half dozen movies all in the same genre, like, each with rap, with wildly decreasing returns. So, you know, there was Super Troopers, there was, like, Beer Fest, there was, like, there was a slasher movie that I, that I forget the name of, and it just all the same jokes, all the same people, all the same writers, and just, like, Oh, wow, we're watching the movie again. And, you know, for the people that they're going for, like the the privileged white people who have never had a negative experience with police, like, hey, they keep loving it. For everyone else, it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. It, it really is just saltines. It's like something to something bland that is enjoyable. Uh, it, That's enjoyable for like for specifically, you know, white male privileged people, because none of this. None of this plays if you're not, like, just drowning in white privilege. Like, if you have ever had a negative interaction with, like, you know, a government agent, like, with a cop, with a firefighter, then none of this actually plays. None of this sticks. But these people, like, you know, these are just, these are assholes who have never had a bad time with a cop. I'm sure after Super Troopers came out, like, they were the toast of the town every time they get pulled over for speeding, which I'm sure they do all the time because they know they're immune now. The cops will be like, hey, Super Troopers guy, you're my favorite. Go ahead, keep committing crimes. We got your back. I mean, the it shouldn't be, but for me, the biggest problem is that it's not even funny. <laughs> no, a, a funny... Well, funny requires insight. Funny requires understand. Funny is so hard. And like they they miss. They miss. You shouldn't make racist jokes. But sometimes when people make racist jokes, I'm like, I mean, you were trying to make a joke there at least. But like, what is this for? Yeah. What What is the point of this? The point of this is to make like, it's to make people laugh who is not us. Like we're, I don't think we're the target of this, Harry. Like, like we're, you were saying, we're too critical of institutions. You were saying there's no laugh track, and this is essentially like 
you know those times on YouTube when they take a show with a laugh track and take it out and show it, and it's super weird and awkward, and yeah. you're like, oh god, this is terrible? This is just that. They didn't put it in the laugh track. So, <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a point in the, the dispensary episode where one of the firefighters gets, like, super high and assaults a guy with, like, shock paddles with a defibrillator. Because he was about to spoil like the results of a of a football game. Yeah, that's terrible. Like that. That's that's a laugh line. Like you just killed someone. Like if if they were going for like a dark comedy heightened universe, then that would be something. Like, but yeah, no, but it, it's it's not. It's supposed to be. This is floating above consequences. It is floating above like any meaning. It is. Uh, is that it? Like we you didn't you refused to make up a game for this one. I think that might be it. <laughs> do you want to invite Ellen on and watch Taskmaster? Like, I was joking about it, but fuck it. Do you actually want to watch something good? Uh, no, I got something to do at 8.30. All right. Well, in that case, motherfucker, what are we doing until next time? Uh, We're looking introspectively at our various white privilege, and uh, we are going to keep dancing. Yeah. Keep dancing, because they, they can't take that from us. Yeah, that's it. Ha <laughs> ha!